you know, I, I thought I thought I had something to say at the beginning, and then I, I switched back on it. But you know what? I, I'm uh, I, I'm going. Well, first I'm going to take a sip of this. Hold on. Uh, I want to thank my boss, uh, Rachel. I want to thank you. Yeah, uh, you. I've got. I don't even have a joke. I got no jokes. Um, uh, over, over, over accommodating to me. You're very nice. Um, I, I really don't deserve your kindness at all. Uh, you know what? This episode, I'm gonna try and make it as pleasant as possible. This one's for you, Rach. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no laughs, no laughs, yep, oh shit people, check it out, I am peeking already, I can see, I can see the audio files and I'm a little loud, the reason why is probably because I'm dealing with um, the ends of a cold, those coughs were fake, but uh, make no mistake, real ones will probably happen. During the episode, I've got drainage, Adam. How are you? I'm good. I uh, I much improved over last week. Yeah, my voice is returning to its normal tenor. Normal tenor. You are a tenor. That's true. I'm gonna clap my hands. And late. I'm late at this, folks. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to 1990 what? 1990 music. what? Mostly music podcast. But as we said before, we will venture out. And as always, it's so weird because I usually do this at the beginning, but I must tell you folks, I must introduce myself. I am your host, Michael Joseph. To my left tonight, usually on my right, to my left, <laughs> my very good friend, love seeing you, Adam Michael. Adam! Mike, it's good to be with you. I'm sorry you're not feeling your very best, but... I'm not at peak performance, uh, I, I, but I'm also not. We we discussed this before, Adam and I. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Adam and I don't consider having a cough or having like a runny nose. That's not sick. When you go to work and someone sneezes and they're like, "Oh, I'm sick," that's a fucking pussy bitch. Okay, no, no. Unless unless you wake up and and your body. You know, you want to get out of bed and go to work or something. Your body um, is pretty much controlling you, saying, "No, no, you, you, you're not going anywhere. You're staying there." Yeah. That's when you're sick. You're sick when, nah, man, you, you cannot go to work. No, nah, yeah. I, I got a cough. My my voice is, you know, a little low. Fuck that noise, man. I, I I'm I'm going to work. I sweat this shit out I, last Monday night. You know that that was the only time I had a headache. Sweat it out, and the next morning I woke up. You know, I, I my throat was like slightly sore but so much better than right. the previous night i didn't have a headache and i was like dude no nah, man i'm going to work i yeah. mean what 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 the hell i'm not sick this isn't sick this is just a minor low impact problem at my job i mean i can i can usually work sick like i don't interact <coughs> with a ton of people throughout the day um yeah i just sit at my desk and design logos and stuff and yeah, I can man. usually do that when I'm sick. I mean, I, I, I it's got to be bad for me to to stay home, and I've uh, yeah, I proved that to myself because I've worked through some stuff. Definitely, no. I mean, I the thing is, I it's it's weird because like since I'm serving tables or you know making drinks, um, 
I actually probably should stay home even with the slightest because I could yeah, yeah you're be kinda a, like in the I could be a spreader. You don't want to be a spreader. I don't want to be a spreader. But I mean you know, I, I can think of several servers that were at work today that were like, dude, come on man, you're when you're sneezing, like you're like turning your head, but you're still sneezing everywhere. Like, here's the, here's the point, folks, ladies and gentlemen. When you sneeze, do that shit inside your shirt. It is the only way to seriously not get it everywhere. If you if you like kind of sneeze in your arm, nah, man, it's going up and it's going down and a little bit around. If you if you're sneezing like out, it's going the fuck everywhere. Take open your shirt. Put your face, your mouth, and your nose in your shirt down. <coughs> oh shit! Uh-oh. See, and sneeze. We we better wrap this up early and get you out of here. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sick. <laughs> oh, we can't do the show because I'm coughing. <laughs> no, nah, man, we're gonna do this show even if it's like three hours be- <coughs> because of the coughing. Um, <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, no, people, sneeze sneeze in your shirt. That's fucking gross. Don't don't sneeze in your mouth in your hands. Don't sneeze don't make a fist and sneeze seriously? A fist? That's like it's not covering shit. You're sneezing in your fit that doesn't do a fucking thing. Sneezing in your So gross, man. Well. Um Yeah, anyway, we we are uh minorly inconvenienced, but the show must go on. And happily too. I, I'm not, we we love this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna stop to because of that. You? It's not even that late tonight. It's only eleven. Normally we start at like twelve thirty or something. Oh yeah, all hours. We can do this show any time of night. We don't care, folks. If this were the eighties, we'd be talking about Back to the Future, but it's not. This is the nineties, and right now we're taking you back to the past. We ended last episode with a nineteen ninety nine. Adam, what is the year for this episode? Well, we're taking a big leap back to 1990, and jumping, uh, a little, a little different than what we've done in the past. I uh, I chose some selections from two different charts: the Ooh. mainstream rock chart and the alternative songs chart. Holy shit! And uh, I did that just because you know I thought there was a lot of stuff that uh, we didn't really want to listen to. Uh, a lot of stuff that might have just made us fall asleep, especially on a night like this. It's rainy out. Oh, it's cold. man, dude, the weather is disgusting. But like like I said before, we were already talking about that. At <clears throat> talking about that. Adam asked me what I thought about the weather. Told him I didn't like it, but I did at the same time. What uh, the fuck I, I is this? Well, this is a band called Jellyfish. With a song called The King is Half Undressed. Interesting. This was number 30 on the alt chart. Who did you say this was? Jellyfish. I've never heard of them. Seven weeks on the alt chart, peaking at number 19. You know, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't hate it. This is from their debut album, Belly Button. It's very melodic. I mean, it, it's super melodic. I mean, but I'm not excited about it really. I'm not, you know, not, I'm not really that into it. Oh, yeah. I just kind of like that one, so I put it on the uh, the compilation list for tonight. Jellyfish, 1990. Hmm. Yeah. Um, they're kind of a jam band kind of thing. I I don't really know what to make of that, honestly. I I can't. I don't know, man. I, I, strange start. Just kind of a middle of the road for you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Well. Dislike it like that much, but I mean, you know. I'm not going to jump through the ceiling like I'm listening to Green Day or yeah, no, yeah. some dope-ass Blink-182 song or, or maybe one of Lit's better songs if, if or I'm Lit being... Up by Buck fucking Cherry. Oh, yeah, that was, that was great. A great rock and, and roll. Ode to Cocaine dude. we heard yeah. last time. Drugs. Okay, if I'm being completely honest, this next song might be the reason I chose to do this this way. Really? This is the sound of my brain. <laughs> then I said, this is the sound of my brain on Don Henley. <laughs> what? This song is called One, two, Don three, Henley four. Must Die. Are you fucking serious? It's by Mojo Nixon. Oh my god. This Oh no. <laughs> I gotta listen to this. Oh my god, fucking amazing. <laughs> he fucking is. He totally is. Oh my dude, this is perfect. I know. I, I can't believe this exists. And it was on the chart. Number 20 on the alt chart. Dude, uh, who is this? Mojo Nixon. Mojo Nixon, fucking get on this show right now. This is from his album Otis. He also has a song called Bring Me the Head of, Dev- of David Geffen. <laughs> Just listen. Bunch of pseudo serious crap, take the medic, Satanic blood, must die. Dude, I, I love it. Put a sharp stick in his eye. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I couldn't have read it better, written it better myself. Okay, he just said put a sharp stick in his eye. I think you mentioned him losing an eye on the show before. Yeah, I probably mentioned about <laughs> like me fucking him in the eye, giving him, you know, just doing something terrible to him, 
something off. So I couldn't believe it. I, I know we had to play this song. So. I, this, it's amazing. What, what an incredible coincidence. <laughs> You're out of the band. <laughs> Quit playing that crap. Can't you tell? Wait, what did he say? I love his sensitive music, yeah, idiot poetry swell. Sensitive. You and your kind are killing rock and roll. Yeah. It's not because you're OLD. Because you ain't got the soul. Don't well. be afraid of fun. Loosen up your ponytail. <laughs> Can you use the same word to rhyme? Tail and tail. I don't care as long as he's talking. <laughs> oh, he did after this. Not too much later, they did Hell Freezes Over. And... Well, what do you yeah. think about Don Henley Dude, Must Die? It, it wouldn't have mattered what it was. It, 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 it's perfect every in every way. That was perfect. I, um, I Honestly... I'm a little spooked about this. I mean, <laughs> I've been talking shit about Don Henley since episode one, and here we are now. Might as well be our new theme song. Um, I, I, I did not. I sincerely didn't know that that song existed. It's perfect. I mean, it's amazing. He had uh, like that weird owl vocal delivery. Totally, and that dude was a joke. I mean, and you know everything else about it was terrible and awful, but the subject matter. <laughs> Made up for everything. It wouldn't have nothing. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I didn't. It's just, that, just that a amazing. true gift. It, it was it was incredible. <laughs> the, uh, who who the fuck was that? That was Mojo Nixon <coughs> from his album Otis. That spent four weeks on the alt chart, peaked at number twenty. Shit, man! Thanks, Mojo. That was perfect. We'd love to have you. Maybe it could happen. What we've got here is... Oh, yeah, is I know this. Screw failure to communicate. <laughs> Some man you just can't song? read. Yeah, this is... Uh, so you get what we had here last week, which is the way he Probably rose. one of the biggest records well, released in the decade from a band that's no notable from the 1980s. Guns and Roses. And I, I'm going to tell you, I'm a huge fan. Big fan of Guns and Roses. Yeah, this is a good song. When, 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 it, when it picks up, this is number forty-two on the mainstream chart. That was a fifty-song chart at this time. Wow. Oh. Hate this, but I love it. 
Mundo Slash. Give it to me. In case you missed the song title, this is Civil War by Guns N' Roses. This later appeared on the 1991 album Use Your Illusion 2. Slash is a pretty good card player, huh? Um, yeah. Man, he's, he's really good. Classic style. Eleven weeks on this chart. It peaked at number four. Oh yeah. This this album was a was a juggernaut. Oh yeah. It was huge. They lost a lot of money on these tours too because Axel wanted everything so big and grandiose, and he often showed up hours late. Oh yeah. They they were they were they were they were. Honestly, they were awful to their fans. They're, they're one of the shittiest bands to to their fan base, just for that alone. I mean, these guys. And I don't think it was the band's fault. I think it, I, I, I would say that it's probably mostly Axel's. He's uh-huh. and honestly, Axel Rose is he's a little childish bitch. Someone should beat his fucking ass over and over again. Honestly, near death. Really. I think he deserves it. Well, he's just got a, the worst attitude. They just took everything. Way too far, like the the rock and roll excess, and yeah, like the uh, the rock star attitude, like way overboard. And well, I don't know if they just thought they deserved to, or they just didn't care about anybody else but themselves, or what. But I mean, I, I actually kind of like. I don't mind that they were that kind of band, like you know the classic rock and roll band with all the classic rock and roll problems, but. There were plenty of other bands that had that that showed up on time and yeah. and really like just weren't shitty. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm not going to take away, you know, the credit that that Guns N' Roses has because I mean, I'm a huge fan. I think they're a great band. Um, Eddie Trunk made a good point about um, about Guns N' Roses because. People always argue about the original members, the the original this, the original that. And he was right. like, well, what a lot of people are talking about is a certain era of the band. A lot of people, their their favorite era is the Appetite era with right. Steven Adler on drums, Axel slash Duff, um, and uh, Izzy Stradlin. And, you know, you had um, Gilby Clark and Matt Sorum were for the – Gilby Clark – was the guitar player and Matt Sorum was the drummer. So that was the use your illusions version, which was, you know, pretty much almost the same thing. And that's another shitty thing. I think Axel made it very clear to Gilby, especially that he was really just a hired gun. Whereas, you know, Izzy Stradlin was, you know, he had songwriting credits and, right. um, so yeah, I mean, I would agree. I, my favorite, um, era of that band is definitely the the appetite era because I think that's the superior record. But um, I've always been a big admirer of Slash. I think he's a great guitar player. His biography, his the book is incredible. Uh, the Slash biography is great. Also the Duff McKagan book. Duff McKagan has a great story. He actually went to college in the mid '90s and got a degree in finance and has his own finance company called uh, Meridian Rock or. Um, Meridian something where he does financial advising for 
a lot of uh, musicians who have lots of money yeah. and they don't know what to do with it and they're afraid of losing it. He helps them out. Yeah, but his book is good. I know he's a writer. He uh, he wrote a column for Grantland. <coughs> um, but yeah. yeah. That was uh, number 42 on the mainstream rock chart. This is number 14 on the alternative chart. This is Bob Mould with It's Too Late. Bob Mould. Love Bob Mould. He of Husker Du and Sugar. Yeah. I first uh, was familiar with them on Dear Rosemary by the Foo Fighters on Wasting oh, Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really solid career for this guy. It's, it's catchy, man. This is is pretty catchy. Yeah, I like a lot of his stuff. Solo and with the band Sugar, especially. Yeah, dude. I, I I don't I don't recall Sugar, but I remember. Well, I shouldn't say I don't recall. I remember listening to them and uh, I was pleased. I don't really remember. Yeah, it's always got a lot of really solid hooks and just great production. Ten weeks on this chart. This peaked at number ten. Sweet. Second solo album, Black Sheets of Rain. Pretty great stuff. This is a shoe-in for our uh, for our mixtape playlist. Oh yeah. Right in. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Check us out on Twitter. I'm going to Twitter uh, tweet out a link to our playlist soon on Spotify and Apple Music. Sweet. Check out some of our favorite songs we've played that aren't the huge hits of the '90s. Not the huge ones. But some of our favorites. Oh, here's a here's a song you introduced me to, Mike. Shit, dude. Oh yeah. I used to call this song Dogs. <laughs> because of the dogs right here. James Addiction, Big Hot Stealing. Dude, love this song. Dude, this is like one of the most 90s things. So 90s. Dude, I've always loved the playful energy of this band and a lot of their songs. 
Dude, who plays bass for these guys? Uh, James Avery, I think is his name. I don't know if I'd ever listened or been as drawn to the bass as I am right now. Yeah, that dude is good, man. And of course, Dave Navarro on the guitar. Awesome. And I love Perry Farrell as a vocalist. Oh, yeah. So crazy. Yeah. was number seven on the alt chart 17 weeks on this chart four weeks at number one dude yeah this is from their second album ritual de lo habitual love that dude <laughs> love it two times platinum album dude listen it's just so much fun man so much fun to bleed full out to cry. Totally, man. Hey, if you're going <laughs> to steal, you better be happy about it. You know, you could be a happy croak. You don't have to be a sad jackass. For hey. all the thieves out there, do it, man. Do it with, do it with a smile next time. See, see how you like it. Jane's Addiction. Great band, man. Really great. Responsible for the Lollapalooza tour, which was 90s as fuck. Here's and introduced a lot of underground bands to the mainstream. This is John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Miracle from Young Guns 2. It, you mean the Young uh, soundtrack? or? Well, uh, the, it's kind of confusing. I think the album is called Blaze of Glory after the... Uh, oh, by the, after the single? But I think it also like is sort of a soundtrack for Young Guns 2. I don't know. This is number 34 on the mainstream chart. Wasn't Emilio Estevez? Uh, yeah, yeah. Emilio and Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, I don't like it at all. It sounds just like Def Leppard. Dude, no. <laughs> just Please don't pollute Def Leppard. You know, and I like some Bon Jovi songs. Most Bon Jovi songs I hate, though. I only like, like, maybe four. Actually, no, I think I only like two. One of Dead or Alive? I like that one. Yeah. yeah. You, you have to. Yeah, that song's awesome. It's cheesy as hell, but it's great. Best thing they ever did. Yeah, totally. That I'm aware of. Yeah, this shit sucks. I hate it. We're done with this, right? Yeah, fade this shit out and put it right in the toilet with all my morning poop. We don't really... We don't usually, you know, get no get yeah. to the point on the chorus where we just have to stop listening. No, stomp it right in the fucking jaw and get on with it. Here is Cheap Trick. I like Cheap Trick. I too. What are they doing in the 90s, though? I, I don't know. I don't know this song. It's called Back in Blue, but I just wanted to play Cheap Trick, so here we go. All right. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. Fuck yeah, they are. Finally. 
I don't know, dude. Some cheesy production there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about it. their best but there you go i mean cheap trick in 1990 still on the chart i'd rather you guys weren't in the 90s than have heard that shit that is from their album busted yeah definitely was busted busted the fuck up here's another band i like a lot this is heart with tall dark handsome stranger Yeah, we, de- we definitely have a lot of 80s vibes peeling in. And, you know, who could blame us? It's only 1990. It's to be expected. It's okay. I really love Ann Wilson as a vocalist. Yeah, yeah. I she do. is such a powerful voice. She does, yeah. Totally. Sorry, that's not one of my favorite nah. Heart songs, but I like Heart a lot. Yeah, I know. I'm a fan of Heart. Got to see this, one, this reminds me of Shreveport cover bands, though. Yeah. And that's an awful thing to think about. But there you go. I mean, number 31 on that chart. Eight weeks. Picked at number 24. Tall, Dark, Handsome Stranger by Hart. Anna Nancy Wilson. Yeah, Hart's a great uh, band. What wasn't into that, though? Didn't like it. Well, yeah. No, I hated that shit. They've got better stuff. Their 70s. I mean, there's their 70s stuff is my favorite. Dude, like, I, I, I like you, what they did. Barracuda. I even like what they did in the 80s, dude. Like yeah. these dreams and... Uh, alone. and alone. Dude, Alone. That's a great song. I just want to make love to you. Do you know that one? No, I don't. Oh, you should look that up. Oh, that it's a pretty great. twisted little tale if you read the lyrics, too. Oh, wow. Well, you know, cool. Probably one of the most gifted guitar players that we've ever played on this podcast. Um, technically, might be one of the best ones. This guy's a monster. Used to oh, be just you wait. This is Gary Moore. He's still got the blues. But I found out the hard <laughs> way. So I've, uh, I've got kind of a personal connection to this song. Yeah. Uh, when I started playing guitar, this is one of the things my dad showed me. Like yeah, that that, that opening lead. Yeah, and I learned how to play that, and I would play along with him. And it just takes me back to that time too. 
I don't know. There's just something about this like really 80s sounding blues that I like a lot. Yeah. I mean, this is 1990, but it, it just sounds 80s. No, I I knew that this was gonna happen. I knew we would hear a lot of it. But I mean, music hadn't really. The, the spirit of the 90s really didn't come out until 91, 92, which you know I don't want to say what everyone has said a million times, but pretty much waiting for Smells Like Teen Spirit to be released, and then and then the floodgates will open. I mean, you know, I I know how that sounds. Everybody always says it, but I mean, it's because that's just what happened. I mean, that is what happened. You know, it's just you you started hearing different things after that. You just, I mean, it was a fact. Yeah, I mean a major cultural oh, shift like huge. that is one of the one of the most profound. All right, all right, listen to this. Oh shit! Here we go. Oh, not yet. While he's still singing, I want to say I remember my dad showing me the album art for this, which I can see here on my iPhone as this is is playing. Um, it's a picture of Gary as a kid sitting on his bed in his bedroom with like a poster of Jimi Hendrix. Still got the blues. Number 25 on um, the mainstream I'm trust. certain that that's a Gibson Les Paul. Yes, definitely. Um, that hollow ohm of the Les Paul. The deep... Uh, just the deepness of, of Gibson. Uh, which I, I owned a Les Paul for a while. And it was... Man, oh God, I loved that guitar. I... Was it hard to handle? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is another great rock and roll band. The Black Crows. We're number 16 on the mainstream chart. Yeah, classic sound. Still, they still play the shit out of this song. It's a big hit. Oh, yeah. Including classic rock radio. I mean, that's a that's a great hook. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember hearing this on the radio, and I kept thinking, like, is this a country song? Is this from the 70s? Is this, I don't understand. I mean, it's just time. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like that uh, Wallflowers yeah. song. Yeah. That one, yeah. Twenty-two weeks on this chart, including two weeks at number one. That is 
hard to handle by the black crows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heard it a million times. Yeah, everybody no, has a million times. This I, is I a, don't hate it yet, but I'm sure one day I will. This is icky pop candy. Once again, it's a rainy afternoon, 1990. Oh, perfect. Jeez, it's been 20 years. Candy. You were so fine. Dude, I kind of like this. You like I, I do. It's got some kind of cool album art. It's like a comic book style drawing. This also sounds very like timeless. It kind of has almost like a 50s like style writing, but with an 80s. I don't know, it sounds like a rainy afternoon in 1990 to me. It's a rainy afternoon in fucking 2018. What it is today. Did I say afternoon? It's totally night. What am I talking about? Nearly midnight now. Number six on the alt chart. 17 weeks on there, peaking at number five. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know if there's a solo or anything. Yeah, well, it hurt me real bad when you left. Hell, I'm glad you got out, but... Oh, that but sounds really scripted. <laughs> That's a duet. Who, who is this? Cindy Lauper. Or uh, Patty Smith. It's Kate Pearson. Oh, from the Go Go's? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought I recognized that, that high voice from Go if you want to. Dude, I like the Go-Go's. They wrote some catchy songs. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad we hung around for Kate Pearson. That was cool. Iggy Pop from Brick by Brick. Yeah, man, that was cool. I liked it. Okay, you mentioned a really talented guitarist when we heard Gary Moore. I know you're a fan of this guy. Oh, my God. This is an instrumental. So we can talk all we want. Dude. Listen to this shit. Phenomenal. A style unlike anyone else. One of the most technically gifted. Perfection, accuracy, and precision. Eric Johnson. The Austin, Texas guitarist. This is not a Gibson. No, this is a Fender Stratocaster. Big strap man tone like no one else thanks to Guitar Hero this song is really quite popular again this is Cliffs of Dover 
from Ah Via Musicom. Hey Adam. Yeah. Can you play this? Oh no, no, oh. no, no way. How about you, Mike? Yes, I can. <laughs> Mike is a very talented guitar player. For those of you that don't know, I mean, I play guitar. Uh, I mean, no, but a lot of people can play this. Uh, it is a lot of fun. But thank you, Adam. Adam is also quite gifted as well. I enjoy playing music with him very much. It was number nine on the mainstream chart. Spent 24 weeks there, peaking at number five. You want to talk about our friends who are not gifted guitar players? I don't want to. <laughs> no. That sounds mean, Mike. <laughs> oh, who cares, man? I worked hard for the shit I have, and they didn't. <laughs> They can sulk all they want. You know what was funny when we were in high school? The utter jealousy of the guys, you know, our friends that just fucking sucked and never got any better. No, I mean, you know. No, dude, it's easy. Just go go home and practice more. I mean, that's all it takes. Get out of it what you put into it? Yeah, they didn't put shit into it. You know, the only thing that comes out of the amplifiers when they play is dog shit. That is Cliffs of Dover by Eric Johnson. Awesome, man. There's also a really great song on there called Zap, which I think is an awesome song. A lot of really amazing playing. Amazing playing all over that record. Is, isn't is there a song on there called SRV? Yeah, uh, no, that was on I Vi Musica. Yeah, that, that that was the or v, No, Venus Isle. Oh. Uh, Venus Isle, SRV. That's a great song, too. Yeah. Well, speaking of SRV, I was trying to force a segue. Oh. This is the Vaughn Brothers. Stevie and Jimmy. Wow. With TikTok. Do you know the song? Have you ever listened to the Vaughn Brothers? No. I know my dad has this album, but I never listened to it. It's got some good stuff on it, but it's also got some weird cheesy stuff that they do. But this is one of my favorite songs on here. I think it uh it kind of is the the prototype for John Mayer's waiting on the world to change. Huh. All the people of the world got together on the same wavelength and began helping one another. Now in this dream, universal love was the thing of the day, peace and understanding, and it happened this way. Here comes Stevie. The sick and the hungry had smiles on their faces. The tired and the homeless had family all around. The streets and the cities we're all beautiful places The walls came tumbling down People of the world All had it together Had it together For the boys and the girls What a nice song the children of the world Look forward to a future Remember That's extremely cheesy. But the message is nice. Very nice message. Thank you. Thank you, Vaughn Brothers. So yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughn had just died when uh, this chart came out. That's terrible. Yeah. August 27th, 1990, he died in a helicopter crash after uh, playing a show. And you know, he's gone too soon. Uh, he is the guitar player that um, I, I 
you know, I went from practicing for like maybe 30 minutes an hour. Uh, when I when I heard Steve Ray Vaughan, and, uh, uh, who introduced you to Steve Ray Vaughan, Mike? Oh, I think it was you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I let you borrow the um, yeah, Albert, King. King uh, Albert King and Steve Ray Vaughan session. session. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to the shit. I mean, I just. Um, I, yeah, I want. Yeah, that's. I like. Totally wanted to play all that stuff. Yeah, my like I told told you, my dad got me into Gary Moore, um, got me into Steve Ray Vaughan as well, and I I really latched on to Steve. Yeah, for m- most guitar players, I think do. I mean, I mean, and and you, I mean, you have to. It's, his it's tone like, is just unspeakable. Yeah. His blues style, which I mean, if you want to learn how to play lead guitar, you have to learn how to play the blues. And, yeah. And you can't really go through the blues without running into Steve Ray Vaughan, who's one of probably the greatest blues guitar players of all time, yeah. all fucking time. I heard I'm sure a he's Jeff just... Beck song on the radio last week, uh-huh. and uh, it was like an instrumental thing. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. It too. was good, but like, like he just it, his tone was so thin and like. Yeah. Stevie Ray had this like meaty tone and uh-huh. it's just so full and rich, but I was like, man, if Stevie Ray Vaughan was playing the same thing, it would sound amazing. But it to- was just No, yeah, right. I I agree. I agree. Yeah. I I mean I don't think there is a more exciting intro in all of rock and roll. Nothing makes me want to conquer the world as much as this fucking song. I am on a hill, and behind me are millions, and we march forward. All of those that pose us are shitting their fucking pants as we ascend to victory. <laughs> ACDC Thunderstruck. Ten weeks on this chart, peaked at number five. This one, this is one of the greatest rock and roll songs of all time. By one of probably, yeah, ACBC. This song will live forever. Do you have any idea how hard it is to play that that lead line and to keep it going like yeah. this? And he fucking does it, dude. Oh yeah, Angus Young. This is one of the most epic songs. Yeah. Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. Fucking Malcolm. So important. So important. Malcolm. Absolutely, Malcolm. God bless you, sir. The greatest rhythm guitar player. I mean, you can say it. Of all time. No, seriously. I mean, and here's the thing about Malcolm Young and ACDC. ACDC is the perfect example of why rhythm guitar is such such as much impact. Because because as soon as like on this song when he came in, power that you know the power that Malcolm has in the chords and the syncopation of the chords. More importantly. The way he plays those chords in the back, even even you hear that, he's just kind of like hitting the chord and let it ring out. When just 
It's so epic. I mean, it's just masterful. Masterful. And then right here, this fucking shit. So great. It's just undeniably great. Everything about this song is perfect. Did you know it was uh, 1990? No, I thought this show was like from 1985. Yeah. I'm extremely happy with what you're playing this right now. It's from the album The Razor's Edge. Solo right here. It comes on this fucking mystic lightning. Dude, oh, I love that song. I, I, I'm a huge fan of ACDC. I think that I, I'm, I'm so envious of them. I feel like the most. I like you, Tony. <laughs> I don't know who says. I feel like most rock bands are envious because ACDC owns that style, and it's just such a great style of rock music. It's just like, <coughs> what the hell is this? This is Living Color. Oh, man. This is the this song is called Type. It was number four on the alt chart and five on the mainstream chart. They have a, that song, Cult of Personality. Uh, Cult of Personality? Yeah. yeah. Fucking, that's an awesome that, that guitar riff. That's a great song. These guys are good. Like, they're, like, all of, like... Every guy, what they do, the singer, the guitar player. Eleven weeks on the alt chart, peaking at number three. Nine weeks on mainstream, peaking at number five. This is from the album Times Up. Little pinch harmonics there. Yeah, dude, that guitar player is good. He's, I don't know his name, but he's, he's awesome. Some really bad album art on this album. I can see it from here. It's, it's a mess. Just Ugh. a mess. Looks really 90s, though. This isn't bad. Not, not bad. I mean, I don't like it. It's okay. It's whatever. Type by Living Color. Thanks, yeah. Living Color. Um, let's see. Now we have Damn Yankees with High Enough. Oh, man. I actually... There's some cheese. Dude, honestly... There's some cheese here. No, dude. I, I <laughs> actually really like this song. This is I like, thought you might when I... Dude. Yeah. Oh, man. This is so nice. This is number four on the mainstream chart. So romantic. Imagine just walking away from from a woman. There's tension between you and a woman. 
that you see often. It's there. You both know it's there. Nobody wants to say anything. Everyone else around can see it. It's like they're watching a movie. The two of you, you know, pass by each other when you touch. And you start. The thing about it is when you look at each other, you know you're looking dead in the eye. I mean, almost through. And you don't look at anyone else like that. There's something there you're not saying that she comes to you as you're leaving. But you make sure you're walking somewhere. No one can see you. She's take Here we go. Here we go. She just wants to say hello, but you grab her by the neck. You guys start kissing her. It starts raining, but you don't go inside. Don't go inside, dude. Don't go inside. You're getting all wet so far that you keep the lightnings flashing. You're a trick. Can you take me high enough? Dude, no. Yeah, dude, that's no. the This is so cheesy. Love that. I might... Yes. I might rather listen to Def Leppard. So would I. would be an improvement. <laughs> it's not that this is bad. This is fantastic. Stop for a second. You're looking in your eyes. Her hair is all wet. Yours is too. You're dripping from Get her a towel, dude. It's okay. She's shivering a little bit. You guys hug. And you walk together. But you don't say anything. You look at each other and you smile. Because you know that it has begun. Damn Yankees, high enough. Whatever. Thanks, damn Yankees. I think Ted Nugent is totally in that band. Really? Yeah. It, yeah it's Ted. Uh. Don't be afraid of your freedom. What? This is the Soup Dragons with I'm Free. Sounds like I'm watching Seinfeld. I'm free to do what I want. Oh, yeah. Any old time. Three on the alt chart. I say, love me, hold me, love me, hold me, cause I'm free to do what I want any old time. It's groovy, man. I'm comforted by this groove. Any old time. Have you ever heard of the Soup Dragons? No, I, I've never heard of it. I've heard it before. I thought it came out like later. Like 1997 or something. Oh. Is this the, Does this sound like the original version of the Oh, is this a cover? I'm wondering if it's like a re-recording or something. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. Just my speculation. 14 weeks on the chart, peak at number two. I'm free by the soup dragon. Yeah, cool, man. I didn't really mention it, but we're kind of going through the top five of both charts now. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. This is number three from the mainstream chart. This oh. is Neil Young and Crazy Horse with Mansion on the Hill. Neil. What is, what is with everybody like... 
1990, man. Fine, man. Let's continue our careers. We played Neil Young a lot of times. I don't know how many, but... Yeah, I know. I know we, we played him. He kept on getting on the charts. Yeah, no, man. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Neil Young. I'm a fan of him. I mean, I don't like everything he's done. But, you know, collectively, I'm a fan. Like, he's totally awesome, dude. I'll tell you what, though. His guitar solos are way too fucking long. <laughs> Guess the long songs. Like, some of the songs are way too fucking Like, dude, come on. Get to the point. I'm gonna be, it sounds like a Neil song but like, eh, I'm gonna pass on this one yeah I, I would agree with that it's there that is from the album Ragged Glory thanks Neil yeah yeah cool Neil that's fine uh, do you like The Cure no well this was on both charts Number two on the alt chart, 38 on the mainstream. This is never enough by the cure. Seventeen weeks. Three weeks at number one on the alt chart. Are you into it? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Nah, I Yeah, I tried to get into the cure and like them. Oh, yeah? No, because... I don't know, people were always like, Oh, they're so great. I just don't see what the fuck. There's a whole style thing, you know, a fashion aspect, I believe. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not liking that very much. That is off their album Galore. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't like that at all. Doesn't inspire a lot of no things to say in me. So, uh, yeah, uh, nothing to say really. I mean, try like I said, tried to like the Cure, just didn't happen. This is in excess with Suicide Blonde, number in two excess. on the mainstream chart, number five on the alternative chart. Super popular band. I think this is one of their biggest hits too. Wacky harmonica. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah. 
I remember this. I kind of like, they're like funk. It's funny because I, of all the shit I talked about the cure, but I, I don't mind this for some reason. This, this is not bad. I think it's because there's like a repetitive rhythmic syncopation with the guitars and the horns that yeah. kind of give it like a hook and it makes it catchy. That's the thing, like, you know, I think with the cure, Rob Thomas is so concerned about his stupid fucking lyrics. Robert Smith. Oh, Rob, did I say Rob Thomas? Rob Thomas. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Robert Smith. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't care how you feel, Robert. I mean, you're sad, who gives a shit? Go cry on the room. Please don't put it on a record. But like this, it like, it's just. Music. Yeah, I mean, this is upbeat and happy. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, it's just, it makes sense. I, I'm the sorry. One I, I, hate, I hate to say it, you know, like, it makes sense or it's right or wrong, but shit, man, maybe there is right now. I'm, I'm fucking right. Everyone else is wrong. Not a lot of, uh, variation in there there wasn't i mean there were elements in there that were catchy and melodic but you totally brought it down at the right time so that went to number one on both of those charts damn um no i mean they were a huge band i mean they were they were yeah they were incredibly popular i've never listened to them at all like yeah that's probably as much in excess as i've heard we're at number one on the mainstream chart now. This is ZZ Top with Concrete and Steel. Wow. Dude, a lot of Texas artists on this chart. Yeah, you're right. The Vaughn Brothers. Yeah. Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson. ZZ Top. A lot of Texas blues guys. Yeah. Nine weeks on this chart. Four weeks at number one. Wow. This is off their album, Recycler. Another group with a really distinct style. Huge in the 1980s. Oh, yeah. Big band. I mean... And, you know, and they had their shtick and their gimmick that kind of carried them into continuous popularity to this very day, honestly. Yeah, I would I mean, really like to see them live. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they could play a show anywhere and attract thousands of people. I mean, I love Billy Gibbons. Yeah. Playing. My dad was actually. Uh, <laughs> He, he grew up in the same town Billy Gibbons did. Apparently, Billy Gibbons was in a band called Moving Sidewalks in Houston, Texas. And uh, my dad went to a music store with some of his friends, and they saw Billy um, like in, in the store. And my dad says that one, one of his friends picked up the guitar and started playing a Moving Sidewalks song. And they looked over, and, and Billy looked over at them and kind of gave him like a nod. Yeah, no, dude, he totally like... They were like in the same scene. That's was, awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. It's really cool. I don't think my dad ever knew him personally, but they were kind of in like similar circles. Classic ZZ Top sound. Totally. Yeah. I like it. Real heavy. I mean, like for dudes that look like they're 900 years old, they, they've got 
<laughs> Such a gritty, heavy sound. Oh, man. Have you ever heard the song uh, 99 Lighters? No. Dude, it's like my favorite ZZ Top song. Oh, man. It's a cover of a rap song. Really? Yeah. I'll play it for you sometime. It's, oh, man. it's great. I, I always liked Give Me All Your Lovin'. Oh, uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and also um, the uh, wait, Waiting on the Bus and then Jesus Just Left Chicago. Uh-huh. Like, the, you know how those songs are combined? Yeah. And they go into one after the other? Dude, I, I love that because they're so different. Um, yeah, man. Freaking... ZZ Top's awesome, man. They rock. All right. We are at number one on the mainstream or on the alt chart as well. This is The Replacements with Merry Go Round. Oh, yeah. yeah this, is a, this is a really great song. Spent four weeks at number one. Yeah, I like played this song on repeat when I was putting the playlist together. Yeah, this is a great song. It's totally catchy. It brought you down to watch I like that vocal effect. Yeah. you knew how much it cost. But troubled Yeah, man, totally catchy. It's great. It's from their album All Shut Down. Have you ever heard um, Bastards of Young? No. Dude, that's a great song. It's one of their bigger hits, too. Um, but it really is awesome. It's totally awesome. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's great. Song. I really like this. Yeah, it's better than this. And this is good. This is real good. I'm sure there's a lot of replacements fans that are getting mad at me right now. But you guys, fuck you. I say what I want. No, no, be nice to them. Nah, man, fuck them. Who cares? Only if they're mean about it and get upset with me. But if they agree, then cool. Yeah, just be nice. Nah. Oh, wait, I dedicated the show to my boss. I gotta be nice. Yeah. Oh, crap. Sorry, guys. It's cool. <laughs> What do you think about the year 1990 now that we've heard all of it? Um, yeah, uh, you know, I'm not surprised with so much 80s element bleeding through. <laughs> yeah, we totally we coughing. Were bound for that. Yeah, no, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually, I kind of got what I expected, honestly. I am not unsatisfied. Uh, Nothing really made us mad. We no. definitely didn't like that Bon Jovi song. No, that that was absolute horrendous ass crust. There was a there was a lot of stuff that I didn't put on here, like Winger. 
Um, oh, what winger song did you not put on here? Uh, there were a couple. <laughs> Dude, I wish uh, you can't get enough. Oh man, I wish you'd have played winger. <laughs> Wing, winger, that's the band that uh, the guy, the, the nerd. Um, oh, I'm Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Butthead. Yes. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the reason I wanted to play it. Yeah. But I really didn't like it. What, what and, was um, his name? Uh, oh, I don't remember. And like, I think there was an episode, speaking of 90s, Beavis and Butthead, um, by Mike Judge, who's a fucking genius. And he's also a Texas boy. Um, I'm not sure where in Texas. <coughs> oh, excuse me. He's from, but yep, definitely from Texas. Um, yeah, there's like an episode where okay, all right, Beavis see. or Butthead, like they're playing Frisbee and they hit his dad in the head. And I think he dies, and they just like walk away laughing. So the <coughs> no, no, uh, Stewart. Yeah, Stu- I think yeah. it's Stewart is his name. It's got to be. Yeah, Get he's always wearing Stuart. a winger shirt. And yeah, they had um like Death Rock or Metall. <laughs> I think they had Metallica and ACDC. Um, but it depended on like if you got a Beavis and Butthead um poster they couldn't print metallica oh, yeah. and they so the band names they, they printed um death rock and skull <laughs> i think uh butthead had um skull and beavis no 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 but butthead had death rock and beavis had skull i think yeah. and like uh that show was awesome me and andrew um, not your brother Andrew, but our friend Andrew in the popular rock band Parquet Courts. Um, uh, we, uh, I think we we bought tickets for some movie at uh, AMC Grand in Dallas, and we snuck and into Beavis and Butthead to America. <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome movie. Dude. Oh yeah, the Grand. That was a great theater. It was. Yeah, yeah it, I it, saw, it was. I saw Apollo Thirteen there. I know that bunch of movies yeah that was that was an awesome place man yeah fucking stewart man winger winger so yeah i skipped over some stuff i mean there was a lot i mean a 50 song chart and a 30 song chart i think so <laughs> there was way more than we could have gotten to but awesome check it out that was great lots of good stuff the beginning of the decade you know we were we were kind of we didn't want to start at the beginning of the decade when we started the show because yeah, no. we're like, is there going to be anything to talk about? But as you can see, there was plenty. No, there was. Um, no, you know, I'm, I'm liking this different chart process. Who knows? Maybe we'll comb through a few of the other years on, on different ones. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. Because it's fun. I mean, there was that one we did with like, it had like NSYNC and... Backstreet Boys and, and the Spice Girls. That dude, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it's not really what we set out to do, but it was still. I mean, because the, th- the thing is, it really doesn't matter what kind of music we talk about because, you know, I think for you and I and maybe a lot of people that that might listen to this show, that there's still like memories attached That's to true. Yeah. to everything. So I mean, if we do, I mean, I I didn't really think I'd be able to sit and talk a lot about the spice girls but oh dude dude that was like yeah that was one of the most fun ones that we did and there was so much to say and there were so many memories i think it's because it encompasses not just us but the people around us and the people that we were around because you know they 
it wasn't maybe we didn't maybe at the time we weren't into it but people around us were right. and it kind of pulls out just different stories you know of, of the of the times and yeah. you know just memories and shit and uh but yeah no it's um that's cool and and even when we don't recognize something it's kind of like oh it's either good or it's you know a fucking disaster. Yeah, I've discovered a lot of new songs already. Just I have no. This is yeah. That that's been that has been one of the best parts about this is um, listening to music. Yeah, and I like doing I liked doing the Tom Petty artist episode. We should do some more '90s artists. Maybe we'll do. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cough real quick. Go for <coughs> it. Just just let it happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We'll we'll think of some cool shit, folks. We are uh, pleased to bring you this show. Please uh, su- subscribe, rate us, write something, write something nice, write something extremely critical. Find us um, on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. We are about to be on Steamit, DTube, YouTube. We are gonna try and implement some different forms of technology on this show to give you more of a broader spectrum yeah, of the 90s. Yeah, we've got some things in the works. We've got some things in the works, got some plans. Anyway, folks, uh, the weather's getting cold wherever you are in in the world, in, in North America particularly, uh, anywhere else, if you happen to experience a change in the weather and it is getting cold, we want you to stay safe, stay warm, stay with the ones you love. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. I mean, come on, suck it up. They're sitting by you. They deserve it. Folks, good night.